Support for Silicon Slopes comes from Harmon's Neighborhood Grocer, where food lovers can take cooking classes to learn knife handling, wine pairing, sushi rolling, and fresh pasta preparation. Locations can be found at harmonsgrocery.com. Harmon's, your food, our passion. Welcome to the This is the Place podcast, a Silicon Slopes production. I'm Meg Walter in studio today with Chris Rawl. Hello, Meg. Is it Christopher? It's Christopher Hal Rawl. That's my name. If you could please refer to me by my full Hal, H-A-L. Oh, I like that. You can call me Hal, you can call me Chris, you can call me Christopher, you can call me anything. I'm going to call you Christopher moving forward. (laughs) It seems more professional. Yeah, sure does. Whenever people have their full name said, it's like you're... It's like you're a rich Englishman or something. <laughs> Christopher. Christopher Roll. Uh, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Good. I'm happy to hear that. How was your 4th of July? <laughs> um, I didn't do anything for 4th of July, so it wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It was just there. It was just a day that existed. It's kind of one of those holidays where you're not really sure how much you're supposed to celebrate. I mean, I guess it's less weird if you have kids and stuff because you can blast fireworks and everybody gets excited. For like a single male, I mean... Yeah. What do you really do? We went to the bees game. Yeah, that's pretty fun. It was fun. They probably blasted off fireworks there, right? They did, but it went into, I think it was 11 innings, and like everybody was there for the fireworks. <laughs> they had and to so have planned that like, on purpose. Oh, <laughs> like all these oh, kids more are baseball. Oh. super restless, because baseball is not like a fast-moving sport. <laughs> no, baseball is not very fast-moving. That's uh, actually quite funny. It was fun. So though. you had to suffer through an extra... Forty minutes. I mean, of it was it was a really good baseball game. You know, it's intense. Anytime you're going to extra innings, that's like compelling baseball. But uh, yes, absolutely. The uh, problem is, I would guess that ninety percent of the crowd was not there. My for baseball. three year old was like done. <laughs> she wasn't there for baseball. And she was not there to support the bees. I could see all of the Walters being really into baseball, including your like five and three year old daughters. You know what I'm into? The stadium nachos. Ooh. That's like that cheese. That's like. I don't know. It's all chemical, and it's like and it's a little best. spicy. It's so good. It's the best. I kept watching people walk up with their nachos, and I finally had to go get some. Do you ever inning wonder? Eight. Oh, you lasted till the eighth inning before getting them? Well, we didn't get there till the fourth inning. Eh, not a good baseball fan. Okay. <laughs> That's true. Here's what I want to discuss. Okay. Why can't the government or a for-profit organization, I don't care who, why can't chemically-based food be made like that nacho cheese. Like, shouldn't all chemical food be that? Because that one's so good. But most chemical food, you're just like, uh, it tastes like actual chemical and you don't like it. But nacho cheese is the exception to the rule. It's so good. It tastes, I don't even know what it tastes like, but it doesn't taste like chemicals. It just tastes like a bunch of gooey cheese. It's so good. Why can't everything be like that? I don't Why? Know. Get on it, science. Neil Tyson DeGraw, if you're listening, this is your new challenge. Make artificial food across the board that's as good as nacho cheese. Yes. Nacho cheese is better than actual cheese. Yes. On chips. Yes. That's what makes it so cool. I also like um, the spray cheese that comes from a can that you put on crackers. (laughs) That's towing the line, though. That can get (laughs) a little bit wonky. It can, but it's good on road trips. I think what brings that cheese down is that you have the people who spray it in their mouth Ew, no. And it, and it just leaves Sorry, my a lasting just impression. No. 
<laughs> with everybody like who a, witnesses a it. Like a Polly Shore in a Goofy movie. Yeah, but like you see it in movies, but you actually – it's also one of those behaviors that you see in real life. Like if you've ever been around people that have – I've never been Cheese around whiz. those people. <laughs> I run in a different I personally <laughs> only hang out with people who like carry around cans of cheese whiz and periodically spray them directly into their mouth. But I have some weird friends, Meg. Anyway, uh, <laughs> tell me about tech news. Uh, have you ever heard of Avid Exchange, Meg? Have you? Uh, I feel oh, like I'm bad my. at my job if what I say What no. a terrible tech expert. Okay, tell me about Avid Exchange. Okay, in your defense, they are not from Utah. They were founded in Charlotte, North Carolina. Why are we talking about them? <laughs> they were this, found- is the, this is the Place podcast, Chris. Hello, open your freaking brain. There's a world outside of Utah Ugh. already. All right, fine. Tell me about Avid Exchange. Charlotte, North Carolina, very beautiful place. If you've ever been there. I've never been. <laughs> freaking sheltered Utah <laughs> nacho cheese eating freak. <laughs> That's fair. So they're founded in 2000 in Charlotte, North Carolina. They're a financial tech company. They automate invoice and payment processes for companies. Okay. So they've been doing that for a long time, right? They've grown their very big company, you know, 1,100 plus people. So in 2014, they acquire a very small Utah company called Piracle, right? Uh, so they have some employees that stay on. Okay, yeah, a little tiny wing of the organization's there. Oh, they actually really like Utah. So what do they do? What's not to like? Let's expand. Let's open a new office. Let's get more people in here. So last week, they announced the grand opening of a new office in Sandy, Utah. They're investing $35 million into it. Whoa. They're promising to hire 200-plus employees over the next five years. Whoa. And most importantly, so if you remember a year ago, Forbes, Forbes puts out a top 100 cloud companies every, every off-season, we'll call it. Okay. <laughs> and so last year, they wrote a big article on how Utah's the cloud capital of the world, right? <laughs> Heck yes, we featuring, are. featuring a very funny photo that had Aaron Sconard oh, and Ryan Smith, one. and Clint was there with him. Yeah. Little poor B-boy on the side. But Their, their scribe is the official term. Yes, <laughs> scribe. He is a scribe. As part of that list, they released the 100 companies, and Avid Exchange is one of those companies. So the cloud capital of the entire world is getting stronger. There's more cloud companies, Meg. Another top 100 cloud company is now in Utah. Does this mean that we're like the masters of the cloud universe at this point? We've expanded beyond the world. There's too much concentration in one area. Have you listened to the Les Mis Rob soundtrack? <laughs> I thought you were going to ask me about Cheese Whiz. No. no, I have not. So in my childhood, that was like our go-to CD <laughs> for whatever reason. Stunning childhood. And there's a song that Cosette sings, and it's about a castle in the cloud. Okay. So every time we talk about cloud computing, I always think of Cosette's Castle in the Cloud. I think that's what the original song was written about. About cloud computing? Yes, it was a very clear window into the future. Anyway, good job. Good Have job. Thank you, Les Mis. Thanks Thank for you. writing that beautiful song uh, about our state. Name? What's the Andrew Lloyd Webber. Thank you. Did he do Les Mis? No. I have no idea. You're talking to the wrong guy when it comes to things of culture. All right. Anyway. Like culture culture, not trash culture, Speaking which I kind of know about. Culture. Speaking of culture, Chris. We got some events coming right up. This <laughs> that screams Friday, culture. <laughs> this Friday we have a town hall. It's like a PR town hall with some PR experts. We have Jacob Moon and we have Rachel Hofstetter and we have Julie Kehoe. And that's going to be great. And then the following Friday we have Aaron Sconard here. Here meaning where? In- Silicon Slopes HQ. Oh, wow. In our very own office. In our we feel office. so honored to have all these people coming. So tomorrow, town hall, PR town hall, a week from tomorrow, Aaron's Connard. Wow, exciting times. 
exciting cultured events on a scale of one to 10, 10 being like the pinnacle of culture. Where would you say that our events rank? One is cheese whiz in the mouth. Eleven. An eleven out. Very good. People are dressed so nice. People. Yes. Only a black tie. We need to talk about some tech issues. Okay. A little bit of tech gossip, if you will. Oh, okay. I love gossip. So I'm in this constant state of. I, one minute I love the internet because it's like full of surprises and like great jokes and the best music. Like everything's on the internet. Everything I need is on the internet. Okay. But also, it's like the worst of humanity. Yes. Right? Do you feel that way? Like, are you constantly oh, yes. like, oh, I hate it here, but I love it here? I fight a day to day battle, as I do with many things in my life where I'm like intensely passionate about. The internet is right near the top of the list of things that I'm just like astounded by sometimes. How useful and beneficial it is to me. And then other times like how grotesque detrimental. and just detrimental to my existence as a person yes. it actually is. And to humanity at large. Oh, yes. It's definitely. Like we get all this information that we all need. We're all connected. And in that way, it's really great. But it's also like anyone can be terrible to anyone at any time. And information is like. Can come from any person at this point. And who knows what that source is, right? <laughs> Correct. Like, not everyone should have their opinion expressed. Remember when the internet first came out and you were like, this is amazing. It's this incredibly truthful source of information that I can look up really fast and find anything that I need. Yeah. How naive were we? So naive. I loved it. I thought it was so cool so when it first idealistic. came out. I'm like, this, it's like the Bible almost, but for everything. It's yeah. truthful and is it's the Bible like, truthful? Excite, uh, you know what? That's a can of worms. I don't think we're going <laughs> to I wanted your thoughts on that so bad. Here on this <laughs> podcast. We dive into a lot of things. We don't dive into religion here, Meg. Uh, so anyway, we need to talk about one specific instance, which okay. happened over the weekend. And people are calling it Plain Bay because... I'm nervous. Okay. There was a couple and they were on the flight home and their seats were in different rows. And so... They asked a woman if she'd be willing to switch to another row in order for this couple to sit next to each other. And the woman politely agreed and they joked with her and they said, hey, maybe you'll meet the love of your life. You know, like a dumb something you say to like a stranger. Yes. I I say that all the time to strangers. Lo and behold, handsome man walks on the plane and sits next to this woman who had just kindly moved seats so that this couple could sit next to each other. And so the couple spends their flight uploading Instagram stories of what's happening in front of them. And it's delightful. These people, they seem to really be hitting it off. They're talking about like why they're single. They're both fitness instructors. Their elbows keep touching on their shared armrest. Erotic, erotic. They split a cheese board. At one point they like, I know, get up and go to the bathroom at the same time. Oh boy. The plane lands. Just turn rated our Instagram story. (laughs) The plane lands. And the couple's still like, you know, they're jazzed about this because, like, it's fun watching people make a connection. Oh. So they're, like, taking pictures of them walking to baggage claim together. What a heartwarming story. Right? And they're, like, careful. They don't post pictures of their faces. They're trying to protect these people's privacy. But. But the internet. So we've had the good part of the internet so far. Right. This is where the internet is good. We're all sharing in this heartwarming story. (laughs) We love celebrating love. We want to see people happy. A few days later, this poor woman who kindly switched seats so this couple could sit next to each other 
has to completely delete her social media because she's being doxxed and called a slut on the internet. Why? Because the internet is stupid and people are stupid and they can't just let a good thing be a good thing. And I'm super annoyed with the plain bay they're calling the handsome guy because he's like reveling in the publicity. He's like going on the Today Show. <laughs> She doesn't want, she oh, wants complete this privacy. this is the worst. This is the worst. And we're like, no, tell us what's going on. Tell us everything that's happening. Are you guys getting married? Uh, like, can't we just, like, let a good thing be a good thing we can't. and then just walk away? We can't be trusted with things like this. We can't be trusted with anything. So I feel like this is a story that perfectly encapsulates how I feel about the internet. I love it and I hate it. Yeah, this took a dark turn. Right? Which, inevitably, it always will. On the internet. Inevitably, it's always going to be the woman who's harassed. And the man is like... And the man's on the Today Show. (laughs) He's on the Today Show. (sighs) Why is he on the Today Show? What are they talking to him about? They're like, you were on a plane and you were hitting on a girl? What's the story here? I don't get what the story is. Why is he on the Today Show? Can you explain that to me? Because they were like, it's a modern day romance. It's a fairy tale. And he's like, cool. I'm going to be famous. It's a fairy tale with all of the modern day things that come along with that like which is the woman the bad guy is owned online we are the wicked witch correct i still don't understand how is there a bad guy in the whole situation i don't get this the bad guy she took the... too much of the cheese board what's the story people are just the worst and they're just like accusing her of all these things all this lady did was kindly switch seats so a couple could sit next to each other. yeah this bums me out she did not ask for this nobody wants this all you want on a flight is to split a cheese board with a stranger and go about your day. Right. That's all I've ever wanted whenever right. I've flown anywhere. Have I ever been on that Today Show? No, I don't want to be. What I'm saying is... Have I ever been outed? It's hard no. to be a woman on the internet. Oh, yes. Yeah, you ain't lying. So, let's talk weird Utah news. Yeah, that was depressing. Yeah. Now, it's about to take a turn for the better. Great, can't wait. Speaking of technology that's been warped and used in all sorts of ways that it was not intended. Oh, boy. Facebook. Oh, no. One of our favorite things to talk about. Because it's the worst. I just signed into Facebook because I had to post something for Silicon Slopes, and I had 44 notifications. Who was notifying you? I don't know. I didn't about check what? them. Because, <laughs> like, my anxiety, like, was out of control just seeing the little 44 number. Do you use your personal Facebook? No. Never. Like, uh, you, I still have Messenger on my phone because, like, some people, that's how they, like, contact me. Is yeah, I don't Facebook like that that's some people's tactic. Yeah, but, like, because I do, like, other projects, like, storytelling show and stuff. Well, sorry. There needs to be a way for strangers to contact me faster than email. Ugh. That's my nightmare is having strangers contact me. Yeah, it's bad. Anyway, go on. So, West Valley. Cop pulls over a younger guy, 22 years old, right? Mm-hmm. For some minor traffic violation. During the course of this, sees that this guy has a bunch of cash. So he's like, oh, man, this guy is doing something illegal, drugs, you know. Because who has cash? Nobody has cash. Nobody has If you have above $40 on your person at any given time, you are guaranteed doing illegal activity. Every time I have to pay a babysitter, I have to go to the gas station and do cash back. And I have to do cash back twice because there's a limit. So I have to, like, make two different purchases. (laughs) I hate that story. Yeah, it's rough. (laughs) Can't you just Venmo your babysitter? No, she doesn't have Venmo. I know. How old is she, 90? 13. (laughs) Even worse. (laughs) It's probably good a 13-year-old doesn't have Venmo, honestly. Uh, So the cop pulls over the guy, okay? Oh, what's this big bag of cash you have there? 
The guy's like, you know, oh, doesn't want to say. Come to find out, what is he doing with so much cash, man? He's not going to pay his babysitter. I don't want to know. He tells a little story. He's like, "Uh, I'm going to be honest. A couple hours ago, I became friends with a woman on Facebook and then immediately engaged in video sex through chat room. No. Which, Which I already love this story so much. And so, so he meets this lady, they go to a chat room, engage in cyber sex, and then immediately afterwards, the woman's like, uh, I actually recorded all that, and I'm going to turn over this no. video to your friends and family unless you give me X amount of money. Is he married? Uh, I don't think so. I think he's just some normal dude. Okay. Some 22-year-old guy trolling for love on Facebook like we all have trolled, right? Okay. So he goes and gets cash to go to Wire. The cop finds out about this, and he's like, uh, actually, you probably shouldn't do that. So, come to find out, this is an epidemic. <gasps> this woman's done it to, like, more than one. Well, it continues to happen within Utah. Really? So, this is an article from KSL. It's called Sextortion, which is a good name. Yeah. And it's been happening all over Utah. Like, this one was in West Valley. There's more stuff, like, down in Duchesne County, where this keeps happening, that people become friends with someone on Facebook. I don't actually understand how this happens. If I accepted a friend request on Facebook and then the person was like, hey, do you want to meet in a chat room and engage in sexual activity? My first thought is like, oh, I'm obviously being scanned. I probably shouldn't engage in this. There's a lot of not smart people in this world. (laughs) Here's the part that confuses me, though. Okay. Normally, the people who are fooled by the pitfalls of technology are older, right? It's your 50-year-old, 60-year-old, 70-year-old. These are all young people. Have you seen Catfish? How does this happen, though? How does it happen? I don't get it. People are sad and lonely. I. That's fine. That's fine. There's a ton of people on Earth who are sad and lonely. Do you know that most people on Earth aren't taking $3,500 out to go... $3,500? Yeah, it's $3,500. Whoa. Which leads me to my next question. Yeah. Maybe I'm in a unique situation because I wouldn't really care that much. So if somebody tried to extort me through that, I'd be like, mm, I'll give you 50 bucks at most. I would give no more than $50. Okay. How are they getting $3,500? This guy must really care about his family seeing that. <laughs> he cares more than you do. I would only pay $50. Well, why didn't he call the police immediately? That's the part that doesn't make any sense. Because he's like, I was embarrassed, the blah, yada, yada, yada. Go down your list of like why somebody would be motivated to actually pay them the money without telling anybody. Just like a full embarrassment, shame onslaught, right? Yeah. So there is just a kicker of a quote. From one of the police officers who's part of this task force that has been looking into these extortion things. Quick side note. It's from people overseas, so they actually like can't even prosecute them. So they're just like, instead of we're going to go after this problem, they can't really go after it. So they're just like, eh, just be aware that if you're making friends with people on Facebook, they're probably trying to take money from you if they want to see you naked, right? Yeah. Unless you actually know that person, in which case they might be trying to get money from you, but they might just be wanting to see you naked. This officer, listen to this quote. If you're meeting people on Facebook you don't know, the last thing you want to do is expose yourself. Well, sure. If that isn't a great quote to take away, I don't know what is. Uh, let that be a – let us all repeat that as a mantra. Let that be a lesson Daily. to us just in general about yeah. our Facebook use. Don't expose yourself on Facebook. Absolutely. Stay so, clothed. Did they find the lady? Yeah. The lady is guaranteed some like 38-year-old dude who lives in Turkey. So they're able to trace where this is all coming from, but it's coming from overseas to the point where they were like, "Mm, we actually can't do anything about this. So there was a woman 
correct? So I'm assuming the guy... Is she paid yes. by the people overseas? I'm assuming it's like, I'm going to get a webcam girl okay. who's in on it with me and we split the proceeds. That's sophisticated. Sophisticated. Wow. Makes you think. I'm impressed. Makes you just want to pat a young entrepreneur on the back yeah. for getting what he can we out of the world. We should do a story. <laughs> it's already in the works. <laughs> Me just interviewing this police officer. I'm all so again. Should you expose yourself to people you don't know on Facebook? No. Okay. Okay. Just so we have that nailed down. <laughs> all right. Tell me about this next one. So a few months ago, we talked about goats that go and mow people's lawns. By mow, I mean goats wander around and eat people's lawns, and that's the mowing, right? Yeah. This company has gone above and beyond, and now guess what these goats are doing? What? They are getting hired to reduce wildfire stuff. Wildfire is a huge problem right now, obviously. Yeah. Our entire state is basically up in flames. So to try to cut down on all of this growth that helps start these forest fires, they have hired this same company who now has 80 goats and 10 sheep. Sheep? That's new. I know. And they send them out into Bountiful, Immigration Canyon, City Creek, and they go and they eat growth. So here's my first question. What's the sheep? Are the sheep the leaders now? 10 sheep. To 80 goats. Aren't like sheep good and goats are like uh, I think, satanic? I think sheep are really smart. So like one sheep takes mm, eight goats with it and it's like, have you ever seen we got to clear this area. It's like a foreman. It's a, like a construction foreman. That's the sheep. dog competition. I don't think sheep are very smart. Well, they're just smart in relation to goats who oh. are so dumb that they just go and eat people's yards and don't make any money for it while their masters actually make the money. The sheep, I think, are mid-level smart for an animal. They're smart enough to like get a group of goats to work underneath them. But they're not smart enough to outsmart a sheepdog. Oh, sure. So it's like a Best Buy manager. (laughs) It's exactly that. Why did I not think of this sooner? (laughs) The goats are like the 16-year-old kids Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that try to fix your phones when you go in. Best Buy guys. The sheep's like 24. (laughs) Yeah. And in actuality, you're probably just installing malware on your phone or trying to find any nude pictures to extort money out of you. What's this story? What are we talking about? (laughs) We're talking about forest fires (laughs) being reduced by goats who are the Best Buy employees of the world. Oh, okay. So they're eating everything. And this is a new tactic that's happening. So the company is called Four Leaf Ranch. They say they have over 400 goats. Whoa. It's like a family business. They like train these goats. And the dad, he's like hoping to pass it off to his kids. It's like this heritage of goats that go and trim people's yards and things. Wow. Contract Sprinkler contractors are going to be gone. It's going to be all goats. Oh, that means your friends are going to be gone. Oh, they're not my friends. Oh, is they're like all a... my enemies. A rivalry. <laughs> No, I guess, I mean, you could consider them to be my friends. But that's it. That's the goats for you. Cool. Goats come up a lot on this podcast. Yeah, I'm kind of into goats. It's this new phase in my life. Are you going to buy a goat? I have already purchased a few. Good. Uh, You can follow me on Facebook to learn more about them. Chris Chris Hart's goats. Christopher Howell Raw Goat Farm. (laughs) Underscore. (laughs) Underscore goats saving the world. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. It's been fun. It's been fun. Thanks for talking about goats and all other sorts of things. Uh, We'll see you next week. Remember to rate and review this podcast. Yes, ditto. Anything else? No, that's all I really have to say. Don't expose yourself. Don't expose yourself on Facebook. Gosh. Remember that. My first recommendation is delete your Facebook. My second recommendation is if you have to keep it, that's okay. I won't agree with it, but just don't expose yourself. There? There. There. Good talk. See you next week. Best job ever. You won't be the first person at Solution Reach to say that, not even the second.
Go check them out at www.solutionreach.com forward slash careers. They're always looking to add new talent to the team, and it's a team that's truly making a difference in healthcare, better connecting patients to their providers. Not to mention the awesome new building they've got, free CrossFit and yoga classes, the whole nine yards. Visit www.solutionreach.com forward slash careers. Check out the open positions listed, and hopefully you'll join the growing list who are saying, best job ever.